Teresa, do you know what Oprah and I have in common? Absolutely nothing. How dare you? And you're <laughs> totally wrong. We actually share a favorite thing, Cozy Earth's bamboo bedsheets. Oh, well, then Oprah and I have something in common, too. Maybe I should start a Teresa's favorite things list. <laughs> Seals, swell <laughs> yep. dogs, Yep. me, mm-hmm. and Cozy Earth. Yep. But seriously, our new sponsor, Cozy Earth, was nice enough to send us their bamboo sheet set, and it's the most amazing sheets we've ever slept in. You guys know I'm always running hot, but these sheets with their temperature-regulating technology kept me cool and cozy all night long. I honestly didn't think sheets made a big difference. Well, I was wrong. But now I'm cozy, and you guys can get cozy too. Because Cozy Earth has an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Up to 40% off sidewide when you use promo code MARRIED. Yes, just use promo code MARRIED at CozyEarth.com for up to 40% off sitewide. Save on sheets, pillows, blankets, even pajamas just by using promo code MARRIED. Okay, can we get back in bed now? <laughs> as soon as we finish this <laughs> podcast. Okay, Jonathan, thank you to Cozy Earth for sponsoring this episode and for an amazing night's sleep. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, for some reason, everyone was wearing a red and black flannel this episode, and <laughs> she was too. It's the one and only Lumberjack Teresa. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And that's so true, so strange, so- and the one I'm wearing is yours. Oh, well, you're welcome, first <laughs> Remember, of all. Remember, you bought it, and then you were like, yeah, it's not my vibe. I'm like, can I get it for the house because it's cozy? Mm-hmm. It's large. I like it. I love oversized sweatshirts. I I liked you in it. I enjoyed there's something there's something strange I think about men who enjoy seeing their significant others in their clothing. It's a weird thing where it's like, yeah, wear my Letterman's jacket, wear <laughs> wear wear my sweatshirt, wear my bounty flannel. Last time you were laughing at me when I was wearing your pajamas. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> You're like dying laughing. I'm like, what are you, what are you, why are you laughing at? Just so our friends don't get confused. Yes, she was wearing my race car pajamas. No, she was, you were wearing like (laughs) shorts that I wear to bed and a t-shirt that I wear to bed. You're not wearing like a matching pajama set that I have. (laughs) No, but, but those shorts, you said you don't want them anymore. And I'm like, oh, like. They're still good. I can maybe use them for myself, but they're so big on me. And when I paired it up with your shirt, I thought I'd look cool. You thought I'd look funny. Yeah. Let me just explain the intro a little bit because, yes, I know you guys are attention to detail, folks like myself. But it was just strange. Teresa, as we said, is wearing my black and red flannel. And we're watching the episode. And Sophie comes on our screen. And there she is wearing like... A black and red flannel top, I guess. Pajamas. Pajamas. You know, you have the bottom like this. Oh, fl- the pants. Yeah, yeah we yeah. bought it in Connecticut because it was so cold. You want to be cozy. <laughs> okay. Don't forget to bring it for Thanksgiving. Okay. Just a, just a side note. <laughs> okay. Um. So I'm like, hey, wait, wait a minute, Therese. I look over. There she is. There's Sophie. I go, oh, what a coincidence. You guys are both wearing black and red flannel. <laughs> then cut to Gino. Gino's wearing a black and red flannel. I think Gino shops at Target like us. I think Gino's wearing the exact same (laughs) top. 
And we're like, huh, how strange. Two people plus you. And then we're watching Justin and Nikki at the restaurant in Moldova. And Teresa's like, oh, look at the guy next to them. He's wearing a black and red flannel. Well, Nikki's like, oh, my gosh, I'm being clogged. The clogger was wearing the same shirt. <laughs> it, it was very, it was very strange that so many people were wearing this. Black, I know. And then on top of it, so are you. I know. <laughs> it's a popular design, I believe. I have a, I have one that's mine that's blue and black. You don't see that often. You no. Know that I have, I have this. It's a little fluffier. I do like that one. Yeah. Maybe I'll start wearing that one, and you can wear. You mine. tried once, but oh yeah, it did. too it's small on you. A little too small. Because you're very tall. Yeah. Girls don't like when guys wear their clothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm glad you're making use of it. Yeah, I love it. I wish it was a little fluffier, but mine is what fluffier. Are so. about, what are you going to do about it, Teresa? I'm not complaining. If you, don't like, if you don't like it, maybe I'll give it to Gino. If Gino doesn't like it, maybe I'll give it to Sophie. I love it. Okay. I love it. You better. And I'm going to say, like... It, it's good because you and I finally kind of settled on the temperature control. Mm. And so our apartment is not as cold all the time. Yes. So it's, it's, it's fine. Good. Just to give our friends an update on <laughs> my constant complaining about our cold apartment. Okay. All right. We have a lot to talk about this episode. Before we do, a little business. Real quick, we're on Patreon, we're on Supercast, we're over there talking about the other way. That season is cooking, it's delivering. If you want to hear our thoughts, well, patreon.com slash reality or yep. reality.supercast.com. Exactly. Talk to us there. Yeah, Patreon's, Chat with us. Patreon's got this new feature, the chat feature. That's what I'm saying. And <laughs> we love communicating with our friends over on Patreon. So not to sway you one way or the other. Because Supercast got all the bonus content that Patreon does. But Patreon does have this chat feature. If you want to get in on the chat, come over to the Patreon. Absolutely. Also, come over to Instagram, at Pod. Not only do we post memes, not only do we keep you guys posted with updates and scheduling and news, but you can call in over there. You can chat with us on Instagram. Yeah, and you guys do that. I love opening Instagram and seeing all these messages from you. I do too. So thank you. Well, you are lurking in the background. <laughs> I'm, a bit of a I'm the one going through one by one responding to you guys, and I love it. I love seeing all, the amount of messages you guys send us. It's just amazing. So thank you. Yes, at Married Reality Pod on Instagram. Come on over. Give us a follow. Also, make sure you're following us wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot. Yes, baby pig and chocolate. Hmm. Because hmm. who doesn't love guinea pigs? I mean. I'm a sucker for a guinea pig. I'm a sucker for a good guinea pig. I used to have. We know. A guinea pig. Until it ran away. Two guinea pigs. Um, one passed away naturally. Mm-hmm. The second one got lost. Okay. Uh, but I'm a sucker for guinea pigs. And it all, almost... I almost want to get one again. Nope. All right. Smash like it's as hot <laughs> as those two guinea pigs. And last but not least, if you haven't left us a review, you guys know we're suckers for reviews. So please, if you could, it would make our day. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. That's right, Jonathan. Do you have any reviews for us? Of course I do, Teresa. <laughs> I got a beautiful review from our friend Holly Ollie. Hello, Holly Ollie. This is a review, five stars, Love titled... It. Love y'all. Love you. Okay. Um, Holly Ali says, thank you for covering Last Resort. 
I had I hadn't watched the episode two yet, and y'all should have seen my face when you explained how small Ed used the hot tub inappropriately. It's still frozen in a horrified expression. Ten minutes later, we all need therapy now. Anyway, you guys are so entertaining and fun. Keep it up. I love this, and I'm with you because I'm still. It's still. In my brain, seeing that naked small Ed in the <laughs> bathtub, thank you, TLC, for blurring yeah. certain parts of his body that yeah. we did not need to see, even though Angela described them for us. Okay, well, please. Uh, the, the last resort is behind us now. I've finally actually gotten that out of my head, so no need for you to mention anything that would create the picture once again. Please, can we move on? Yikes to that, but yikes to the beautiful review from our friend Holly Ollie. Thank you, Holly Ollie. It's just a fun name to say. I love that, too. Yes, Holly Ollie. All right. Thank you. If you guys haven't left a review, be like Holly Ollie and, and leave one, please. We will read it on the podcast. Share the love. Share the love. All right. That is the business. What do you say, before we get into the meat of the episode, a little 90 day by the way. Do you have any? I keep asking you because I almost feel like there's going to be a day that you'll be like, shit. Oh, nope. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a heads up. I'll be like, don't ask me because I don't have. We'll just kind of move on and see if anyone notices. Oh, okay. I do. Terrific. All right. Let's okay. hear it. I was trying to help you. You're like, nah, maybe I, I got it. Maybe, I got it. Maybe you did help me. All right. Okay. By the way, number one, thank you guys, first of all, for all the love that we received on our Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. That was beautiful. It was a fun Halloween costume. You guys seemed to enjoy it. So thank you for the love. I thought, all right, because we're not the only ones who like to dress up. A lot of the 90-dayers like to dress up for the holiday. Mm. Let's talk about a few of the standouts from, all right. from this year's Halloween costumes. All right. Can I, can, I sh- can I guess some on your list? Sure. Please be my guest. You're going to, you're going to have Yara and Jovi dressed up as the Adams family. Okay, I, I have Yara on my list, but yes, that's a, that's a good shout. Jovi and Yara did do the Adams Family. Was Mila a part of that? Yeah, okay. of All course right. she was. All right, well then done. Then you're going to have Patrick and I forgot her name. Thais? Thais. No, they didn't make the list. What were they? The Flintstones. Oh, Yabba Dabba Do. I did yabba not. Yabba Dabba Do. Uh, yabba Dabba did not. Well, all right, let's hear th- your list then right. because, oh. All right, well. I'm going to save Yara for last because she has a couple to discuss. But first on my list, Miona of Jabri and Miona. Okay. She went full Barbie. and I missed it. She used her costume pr- to promote Miona Beauty, her clip-in nice. ponytails. So, yeah, she was in there just as Barbie, doing her thing, tagging her Miona Beauty ponytails. But speaking of hair, Jabri shaved his. I know. I got... Did they really break up? Is he really... What is he, in Thailand? He's a monk now. Yeah. It's not a Halloween costume. He's just full <laughs> full monk, shaved the head, keeping us updated. I think he's doing his thing as a monk. But So did they break up? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, they deleted each other's from social media. Well, maybe that's part he of... He moved to Asia doing his own thing. She's in the U.S., it seems like, doing her own thing. I don't know m- much about being a monk. But I would imagine they're not really that active on Instagram. Like, you probably have to cut the internet out of your life. Well, yeah, but I almost feel like it would make sense. They broke up and he's like, oh, shit, I need to get on on my spiritual journey. Yeah. Because now everything failed in life. 
let me let me do this and i feel like that's that's what happened maybe there are all these speculations out there like someone tell us something i think someone asked and he said no or he alluded to the fact that no they're still together but really look i don't so why would you delete all your stuff from social media like Maybe he needs to cleanse. I don't know. What about her? Look, I know nothing about being a monk, but maybe that's part of the journey is like separating yourself from the past and starting fresh. I really, I'm making this up clearly. What about her? Did she delete too? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Let's call in if you guys know. Yeah, I'm, sure. Because it's been, it's been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, as I said, Yara, she went all in. So she did multiple Ward, I saw that. multiple wardrobe changes she went full pam anderson from barbed wire mm -hmm. which is quite the throwback and actually pretty original and i respect it because i think you go oh pam anderson baywatch yeah nah she made it even more her own she went barbed wire okay she did her thing with that then she also dressed up as the christmas grinch i missed that which was quite the opposite look from barbed wire it was a little more clothed um but she she was owning that look too, and then she also dressed up as Tinkerbell. So, what's Tinkerbell? Tinkerbell from Peter Pan. Yeah, never watched like a, that movie. Like a fairy, the Tinkerbell. Oh, the never seen dust. that movie. Yes. So it was funny because she was posting all these costumes, and multiple people were commenting with the same comments. I don't know if it was like this organized effort, but multiple people commented, "Who needs a strip club when you have a Yara?" Like under all. Nice. Several people with the same comments. So it was interesting. And it's true. I I feel like she probably feels about Halloween the way I do. Something we didn't have growing mm. up. And so you love it. You go all in or all out. I used to. She I mean, we still Teresa, do. She went all out. All right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, did you see my balloon boobs? I mm. went all out. You really did. I went all out. You did too. So yeah, I love <laughs> Halloween. I used to love dressing up with something dead. Just walk around New York City. I used to like keep it a little like sexy. Like, oh, hello. I never went like too too creepy, right. but like a creepy enough. Okay, that was my thing. You know, you know that. You know that you swiped right on me. Uh, absolutely did. Um, so all right, and then last on my list, honorable mention here. Not a ninety dayer, but John Fetterman, who's a senator from Pennsylvania. He and his wife dressed up <laughs> as Gino and Jess. I man. love that. Which, it looked really good. They did some recreation of, like, the title cards where they put the names on. It was really good. And shout out to Pete for sending that into us. Yeah, thanks to our friend Pete. And let me clarify something. A lot of you guys messaged us and asked, Teresa, what else did you fit in your boobs when I was Angela? Guys, hmm? people are asking me what else did I manage to fit in my boobs yeah. when I was Angela? I'm like, just that cell phone, guys. Just mm -hmm. the cell phone because those balloon boobs did not fit anything else. Oh, all right. <laughs> I wish. I wish. All right. That's, by the way, number one, a little Halloween recap, a little nice costume this segment. Number two. File this one under, I had no idea they were still together. Jen and Rishi have, <laughs> have announced that they've officially split up. You're welcome. Teresa did give me this mm -hmm, news story. Mm -hmm. So, uh, look, I didn't think when you first told me, I thought, oh, all right. I guess that's somewhat interesting, but I didn't realize they were still together. But then I saw that People wrote an article about it. And I said, if People is writing an article about this, I guess mm -hmm. People are interested. So, yes, Rishi and Jen are no longer. Rishi posted a message on Instagram. He said, Jen and I have 
mutually decided to part ways. This hasn't been an easy decision by any measure, but we know it's the right one at this point in our lives. The love and respect we have will always be, and our shared memories are forever. I am now dating Randy. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what? Remember Randy? Oh, my gosh. She's such a... Uh, she's such th- a horny she's yeah. such a horny lady. Such a thirst... Such a catfish. Thirst... Uh, what was the, what's the saying? Someone wants to be famous. She's thirsty. She's an yeah. attention seeker. Yeah, she's like a thirst Fame seeker. hungry. Yeah, fame hungry. Exactly. Something like that. Um, Yeah, everything was true except the Randy part. But... At this, at the time of this recording, recording this podcast, Jen has not posted anything yet, mm. so we haven't heard her side of things. But I'm always kind of amused when people post these because could you imagine like if our friends or family when they broke up made a post like this, like this big declaration? You just you change your Facebook status and you move on. You don't do a big post, no declaration of. I guess. To me, there's only one reason to do this post. What to get a, to get an attention? Well, you're signaling to the ladies, my inbox is now open. Oh, I'm sure his inbox has been open for a while, so. But he's saying, feel free to, no need to feel any mm. sort of way about sliding in. Now I am I am fully single. Well, also, they are public figures. So I think it's easier, instead of being speculated by all these bloggers and new newspapers, like magazines, you can also put up a statement and be done with it. Sure, sure. But as I said, I thought they were broken up anyway. So now they're back in the spotlight. They chose to be back in the spotlight. Yeah. I don't think anyone's been talking about them for months. I can see Jen on the single live. I, I would take it. Uh, all right. Why we'll not? See. She's kind of she's kind of boring. She's kind of boring. Yeah, but she was with Rishi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like right. maybe, maybe she would be a fun dater. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we we already seen enough of that hair from. Claire on maps. I don't think I can see see any more. Oh that. yeah, what's up with that? No. It's like why do people live back in two thousand and five? Yeah, we don't need we don't need the the front the bangs died. No, no. I don't like that either. Anyways, all right, that is ninety day. By the way, should we do it? The reason we're here Sunday night, ninety day fiance season ten episode five, and let's start with Sophie and Rob. Ooh, things are getting wild. I I find it interesting that Rob sits there and says, I have always seen myself as a parent. I've always wanted a child. I can't imagine my life without kids. Yet it doesn't seem like he's ever done anything to set himself up to be in a position to provide for children. Oh, yeah. He's living in a studio apartment, doesn't even have a bathroom. Seems like he's struggling to get by, can't provide. And he's like, I can't imagine my life not being a parent. It's like, you're 32 years old. If a child came into the world right now and you had to provide for it, I don't know how you how you would be able to. He wouldn't. I think he would be hoping that... Sophie has some money, her family does, and they would help out. Because I'm glad you brought it up. Because their conversation that's going to follow is literally like I'm rolling my eyes. So it's the day after whole, I don't want to have kids talk. Rob was pissed, but now he wants to talk about it, right? So they're sitting outside and she finally tells him that it's not about I don't want to have kids. It's about I cannot be pregnant. And I almost feel like he was still like dismissing her. As she said, you're not even going to ask me. Oh, he was totally dismissed. His response was, 
Uh, what are you so scared of? Yeah. Uh, even if that is a valid question, which in a way it is, in the way he asked it, it is not. But, oh, tell me, what are your concerns? What what keeps you up at night? What are you scared of? What could go wrong? Those are all questions that your partner should be able to ask and can ask and deserves the answers to. But the way he asked it was so dismissive. Like, there's not what there's nothing to be scared of. Why are you scared? What are you scared? Like, it came off so poorly. I thought. Yeah, I totally agree. And here's the thing: we all know that drop is not the sharpest tool in the box. Not even close. It's really, a tool, though. He's a total tool. I really, really, truly dislike him. But this is serious. And if you love your girlfriend and she or fiance, and she tells you something like this, and she already hinted it to him, saying. It's not about I don't want to have kids. It's it's about I cannot be pregnant. Why wouldn't you just ask, oh my gosh, like, can you share why? I'm here to listen. Totally. He's so dismissive. And once she finally tells him, she spells it out for him, right? And tells him, well, we have a couple of options. Maybe we can do an adoption or a surrogacy. He's like, well, I always thought I want to raise little me. So surrogacy could be an option surrogacy that's like a, over a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars in the united states yeah i don't bro, think i don't bro, think they take dave and buster's tickets I'll, at the surrogacy clinic. i was gonna say bro you don't even have a bathroom yeah. how are you gonna pay for surrogacy if you cannot even provide her with an apartment let's say one bedroom let's not be fancy one bedroom in a safer neighborhood with a bathroom inside. Do you even have a closet for your mom to live in in that place? <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. He lives in a fantasy land. Oh, my gosh. He- so much so that it's like I want to slap him in his face because it's like you have all these ideas. Yet you have no stable job. You have a your living situation is doesn't even work for you and your fiance. Maybe have worked for you as a single man like you want to bring kiss into this? I want to backtrack because something he says even before they talk about surrogacy had me really scratching my head. And it's not the first time he said it, but he tells Sophie, I don't know what life would be like without kids. It would just be you and me. Like that's not enough for him. I feel like kids, if anything, at least in our situation, would just plus our life. Like, oh, it would be more love. It would it would just be additional yeah. excitement and love that we would add into our family. But for Rob to sit there and go, what would life even be without kids? It would just be you and me. Makes it seem like it's bad mm-hmm. and kids would make it better. And I know there are tons of people out there who have kids to try to solve problems or fill emptiness. But if you're saying that before you even get married, don't get married. Like your wife yeah. should be enough. The two of you should be enough. And then kids should just plus that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's crazy that his relationship is not enough. And he's just so open yeah. and forward about saying that. Well, there are so many couples out there. And we know some of them who they would not last if it's just the two of them. They would get a divorce. Totally. And I'm not going to name anyone, but I think you can think about it and know that we know a lot of people who would not be able to be just the two of them. It's just not enough. No. And again, it's one thing if, sure, kids came later in your relationship and that's what brought the spark back and that's what gave you guys a reason to stay together. I can understand that. But if you've come to this realization before having kids, 
don't have kids and don't be together. You haven't even gotten married yet. So don't walk down the aisle. Don't say I do. Say I don't. I'll see you later. And get back on your video chats and and do whatever with your knob. Rob the knob <laughs> and move on. But the whole thing is crazy to me, especially because Rob keeps going down. Oh, kids are so important. I want to have kids. But you haven't brought it up yet. Also, we I think we keep forgetting about the fact that she is 23 years old. Fair She's enough. extremely young. She carries herself as more mature, right? Yeah. She compared to Rob, she's definitely the one with has more more brain in her head. He's just, oh my gosh, I cannot take him. I think she needs to run away. And I don't want to skip ahead, but I think she'll, she'll get the idea. Yeah. She'll get the idea. And I think she just needs to run and never look back. Yeah. Okay. So then we see Sophie FaceTiming with her mom, Claire. And it's funny because Claire brings up how Sophie thought she's going too hard on Rob the Knob. Like, I don't like, mom, I don't like the way you talk about Rob. I don't like the way you talk to Rob. And so mom kind of apologizes and says, well, all right, maybe I was too hard. Maybe I was too judgmental. The most important thing is that he loves you and he does seem to love you. So if you're happy, I'm happy. And so he's like, well, I appreciate that. But actually, Rob kind of sucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> you were you kind of were right the whole time. Mom. Yeah. Rob, Rob sucks. We're not really on the best. And so she tells her like what happened with the whole kid situation. And mom is like, do you really want to have kids? Like, just think about it. I know you don't want to be pregnant because of your cyst and your the surgery, but do you actually want to have kids? And I think when someone asked me when I was 23, I would be like, absolutely fucking not. Like, I just want to live my best life. There are some people that want kids at 23 and, and authentically want them, not just I the idea that. of them. But yeah, case by case, and in your case, no. But as you said, you get in the right relationship and things change. Well, that, that's I was just going to say this. I don't think she is in the right relationship. 100% because not. Because if you are so in love with someone and you you see the future, you see kids. Or you don't, but you can at least be like, oh, yeah, I can see us doing this together. It would be beautiful. She said, oh, yeah, I just don't want to be pregnant. I could do the surrogacy. I could do something else. But she wasn't excited about it. Well, I think she would almost do it for him. She made an interesting point when she said... I always knew pregnancy would be a challenge for me. And so I never thought about kids. To me, that makes total sense. And when she, oh, yeah. when she said it, something clicked for me. It's like, yes, when you think kids, you think pregnancy, you think getting pregnant if you're a woman. And for her, she knew it would be a challenge. So she never even let herself fantasize about kids. But then she realized, oh, well, there are other options. Once Rob started talking about it, oh, well, there is adoption, there is surrogacy. And once she started thinking about those other avenues, she thought it could become a possibility. And so she was more open to it. And so in that sense, I I do believe that Rob's not necessarily forcing her to have children, but it was Rob who opened up her eyes to, there are other ways mm -hmm. to that we could have kids. Yeah. So sure. I, I don't think she did a 180 and was like, oh, I do I absolutely want kids now. But I think maybe Rob did say, Hey, well, there's surrogacy, there's adoption. She said, yeah, never thought about that. It is a possibility. Yeah, but she also makes a good point. She says, yeah, like, I just got here. I just got to LA. It's all new. Let's settle down. Let's not even 
think about things like this just yet, right? It's good to have the conversation. It's important to have the conversation. Absolutely. Especially because Rob's still young, but have the conversation now because if Sophie is totally against kids, well, he probably... Needs yeah. to find some, if he's this passionate about kids, he probably does need to find someone who. Well, again, is too. this this conversation should have happened a long time ago. She should have told him. He should have asked her too. Like, she she said it before. She's like, yeah, I have a scar, and they're always like, oh, what's up with this? And I said, I had a surgery. Moving on, right? It's mm-hmm. like, if you had a big scar on you, I would want to know the story. I wouldn't just dismiss it. Right. So I I think they both were wrong. But they both waited until literally now to have this conversation. Yeah. I don't think she sees him as the love of her life. That's why I think that she's like, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, maybe surrogacy, maybe adoption. We'll see. I don't know. Like, she's not very excited about it. No. No, this this relationship is is wrong. It's so wrong. <laughs> They're not right for each other. No. There, there's so many issues. We'll see them start to unfold later on before that we hit the club so rob doesn't really go clubbing he says now i have my woman so i don't need to to me this is just a difference in age this is 23 verse 32 it's also europe versus the u.s different clubs different Uh, I, i don't know if that's the case clubbing is very popular in america it is but it's a Clubbing in America is different than clubbing in Europe. Okay, but it it's still very it's still very popular in America. I I think it's an age thing. I used to club when I was twenty three. I wouldn't dream of clubbing in my thirties. So I I think that's probably where Rob's coming from too. I think it's an age thing, and I think it's also being in a relationship or not being in a relationship. But I think Sophie, yes, I know they are in a relationship, but I still don't believe that she is in love with him so for her going clubbing is like keeping the options open i think she has a history of going clubbing she comes to america she doesn't want to be stuck in that dorm room of an apartment and the first thing she thinks of is like let's go clubbing that's what i know that's what i do she doesn't want to go back to dave and busters so (laughs) this is the next best option and rob's like i got my lady i'm 32 i don't need to go to a club but all right, if you want to, let's go. Well, he also says like it's expensive. It's like a hundred bucks to get in, which is true. Some clubs may, even if you get in for free, the drinks are ridiculously expensive and you basically get like not a good alcohol. So I get it. I'm here there. I'm right there with you, Rob. However, you have your woman here. So let's take her to a club. Plus, I'm sure he saw the Brittany and Justin denim outfits laid out on the bed and said, well, now, now what? I'm in. Did you see they were no. wearing, you know, the classic Britney yeah. and Justin all denim. That's what they wore to the club. They were matching denim. Who wore it to a club? Well, first, Britney and Justin Timberlake well, did well, it. Well, I, I remember. And then Sophie and Rob showed up at the club wearing matching denim outfits. Well, she was wearing a mini, like a mini skirt and like denim. a belly shirt. Denim. No. Yes. Black, black and black. And then she was wearing like a denim mini jacket okay, over well, it. And Rob was wearing all denim too. I don't pay attention to him. He oh. annoys me. All right. So anyways, to the club we are. And Tarai is there as well. Well, not just Tarai. Sophie, and I think this was almost like a power move because Tarai 
always says, well, I don't know about her intentions. Is she here for Rob? Is she here for someone else? I saw her on a dating app. She claims that she was looking for friends, but I don't buy it. And I think she knows it. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to bring out a friend I met on the dating app, you asshole. <laughs> and so she does. So we're going out with Terai and Soraya. Yes. Oof. <laughs> that took a lot out of me to actually remember these two names. I know. At first, I, I did think it was Terai and Teraya. Yeah, I did too. And I said, we're just making up names now and, and we can't get any more creative. Yeah. But Terai says, I'm very protective of Rob. So I want to pick Sophie's brand and to figure out what's going on. So the second they meet, right, Sophie's like, well, my friend Soraya's joining. I met her on a dating app for friends. I hit the friendship mode. If I hear the friend side of the app one more time, I might never watch this show again. Well, he's, Torai's being very sarcastic. He's like, oh, so this is what we're calling it now, right? Like, he's not, uh, he's not even asking like, okay, well, cool. I didn't know you can meet friends. Sorry about it, right? Well, I guess because I'm trying to think, how did he find out? Did he see her? Yeah, he saw her on the app. So then either he was on the friend side of the app or she's lying. I think you're, I honestly don't know. Guys call in, but (laughs) I think you are on the app. If you're looking for friends, maybe you like check something, but you're still on the app. Apparently there's two sides. There's the friend side and the fucking side. And she said she was on the friend side of the app. Well, if she was on the friend side of the app, then Torai wouldn't have seen her. That's my he point. he wasn't on the friend because side. Because he's going, oh, I don't think there is a friend side of the app. Unless he just accidentally ended up on the friend side of the app. How would he have seen her? Well, here's what I think. I think you can go in and check that you're looking for friends. Doesn't mean you're only looking no. for friends. No, 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 no. That'd be terrible user experience. Because then you'd get someone in your inbox and you'd go like, ooh, they want to bang. And they're like, no, I just want to be friends. Mm. It would have to be like two separate inboxes. Two, you'd have to like, you know how if you're on Instagram and you have two separate accounts. You go on the Married to Reality account or you go on your personal account. Mm. It's like, you must have that too. You go on the friend account or you go on the fucking account. I guess. So maybe he had a, no. I think it's the same account. I think, I think you I just. I know, but I mean like two Adjust tabs. your preferences. It's two sides, Teresa. There's two sides to every story. I don't know, Colin. There's three sides to every story, but there's two sides to this app and I don't buy any of them. Well, Torai doesn't buy it either because he's like, okay, um. So you were in the friendship mode, cool. And he tells the camera, I was like, I don't know, like maybe she's into girls, like who who knows, but there's something something's fishy. He comes in hot with the questions. Oh yeah, because we, we get to meet Soraya, she arrives, and she tells us we're just friends, met two years ago. Well, Torai does not buy. He's like, all right, so... You met on the friendship app. Um, are you into girls? <laughs> and I hated this because I'm like, bro, be smoother. You can ask these questions without being an asshole about it. Yeah, he was coming in hot. I'll take his side and say he thinks his friend is getting cheated on and he's going to stand up for his friend and say, hey, I saw you on this dating app. What are you doing? So he was coming in a little upset and heated already because he thought his friend was getting played and taken advantage of. But yeah, you could you could ask those questions with more tact. Yeah, and he didn't. But Soraya immediately said, oh, I know I'm not into girls. Like I was just looking for friends. I met Sophie. And here we are, two years later, we love hanging out, love going out. And Sophie tells the camera, saying, 
Yep, we're just friends. She doesn't even know that I'm bisexual. Neither does Rob, but yeah. I should tell him. And that's why I say there are so many issues with this relationship. Oh, yeah. There's so much dishonesty. And let's get to it. Let's get to maybe the most dishonest of it all. Well, I was just going to say, it's okay for her to be bisexual. Bisexual means you're into both, right? Men and women. And so you're with a man now. But the fact that she said, I've never really explored anything with a woman. I'm attracted to women. I would like to explore. Yeah. That means that you are not all set on Rob. Like 100%. You, you're keeping your options, your doors open for if anyone comes this direction and you like, oh, maybe this is what I want to do. There are so many cards that have not been put on the table yet oh, with, yeah. with this couple. And it's just, it's one by one. They're starting to put their cards on the table, whether it's, oh, I can provide for you in the apartment that you want. Oh, I want to have kids, but I never told you. Oh, I'm bisexual, but I never told you. It's like, lay it all on the table and then see where you guys stand. Well, this needs to wait because we see we're 70 days from the wedding and Sophie moved down and rented her own apartment. Yeah, this title card comes on the screen and you know when the title card comes, you better lean in. Something's it's, wrong. It's about to get good. Yes, she moved out of Rob's place, rented her own apartment, and she's talking to the producers, telling them what happened. Basically, she had a dream that Rob <laughs> cheated on her. So Cyber cheated. Cyber, cyber cheated. cheated. So she checked his phone. She never does it, she says. Mm. But the dream, mm. right? You can't deny a dream. So she went on this one app and sees... He's been getting disgusting videos sent to him from other women. And he's been asking for these videos. He's been asking for nudes. And, and she's like, he never even asked me for a disgusting video. <laughs> <laughs> so she confronted him, told him what she found through the ring at him. Classic move. Classic. T told him, drop me off. I'm getting my own place. And we flash back to the cell phone video. Yeah. And he is driving her. And he basically admits it by saying, I'm not perfect. I've been trying to be perfect, but I'm not perfect. Dude, you don't need to ask girls for disgusting videos. Like, don't don't say I'm not perfect. You can say I'm not perfect if, I don't know, maybe about your apartment living situation, right? I'm not perfect. I'm trying. I'm trying to get another job so I can provide better for us. That can be a, you saying I'm not perfect, but I'm trying, right? Yeah. I'll take it. You responding, talking to women, asking them for sexy videos and nudes, you cannot say I'm not perfect for that because, no, that just means you're an asshole. You're a shitty person and you are basically cheating on her. Yeah, this is not a defense of him, but it does seem a little bit like a sex addiction. I feel like, okay, there's so much porn out there in the world. He could just go on any website and get naked videos, right? The fact that he's communicating with these women, I think where it crosses the line is, well, it's twofold. One, the fact that like, yes, he's asking for videos and getting videos sent that crosses the line. That becomes more than just like looking at porn. He apparently is sending videos too. Yeah. I think and Sophie made it seem like he's filming himself with his knob and sending them off. Like, so that's really crossing the line. Well, here's what is crossing the line. Girls texting him and him responding to them 
entertaining this, like but having what is a conversation. App? My question is like, what is this app? Is this like a porn app? No, it's Instagram. She said that. Oh, I thought she said like, I went on this one app. No, I think she said Instagram. I didn't call in because it's still, it doesn't excuse the behavior. I'm pretty sure it's Instagram. But if it's like cam girls, right? Like wasn't Gino like talking all these like. Yeah, no. He doesn't even have money to get an apartment with a bathroom well, maybe, inside of his inside of his studio. Maybe like. now we know why. But it, no, it's completely wrong if he's, again, I'll defend if it's like one thing, if he's like going on and looking at porn, okay. But yes, if he's communicating with girls, he's asking for videos, they're sending videos, he's sending videos. That's 100% cheating. Yeah, even even talking to girls is cheating. Talking to girls in, yeah, in that sort of way, of course, for oh. sure. Just talking to girls is cheating. Well, if he's talk, if he's on the friend side of the app, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, he's a moron. He is, I'm just going to say, he's dumb as fuck. I can't deal with him. I hope Sophie runs, runs and never looks back. I don't know why I have a feeling that she is going to get over it and get back together with him. Well, here's what I didn't like. She said, well, if I was in England, this would be over, but I have nowhere to go. And if I don't marry Rob, I'll have to go. It's like, oh, so are you really doing this for a green card? And okay, maybe she's saying I gave up everything. I left my apartment, my friends, my family. and I don't want to have to go back with my tail between my legs. But she she should have stopped before she said, if I don't marry Rob, I'll have to move back. Also, London is way cooler than L.A. I'm sorry, L.A. people, but... You guys have a nice ocean and everything north and south of L.A. is cool. Downtown L.A. itself. Downtown L.A. stinks. But Santa Monica, Well, yeah, Venice, but that's not, that's not where they live. No, but she could go drive 45 minutes and be in cooler spots. Yeah, also she can be in London. Go back to London. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, didn't, <laughs> I just didn't like how she was like, well, if I don't marry Rob, it's like, yeah, come on. That's not the best look. It's not. But we'll, we'll see what's going to happen with them. I'm nervous that... This is not over. I'm, I'm nervous too. So. All right. I think this is a good place to take a quick break. We'll talk about our sponsors for this episode. And then we'll be back. We'll be back with some old favorites, some new faces, and a whole lot more. All right. We'll be back in a second. Teresa, it's time for another Peel Party update. How are those royal feet of yours doing? They're baby soft, baby smooth, I'm living up to my nickname, the Princess of Peel. You know you gave yourself that <laughs> nickname, Teresa. But regardless, I love to hear it. And we shouldn't keep the royal treatment all to ourselves, though, right? Absolutely not. We want our friends to join the peeling party. And America's number one selling foot peel, baby foot, is making that easier than ever. You got that right. Listeners, right now you can treat your feet to 20% off at babyfoot.com with promo code M2R at checkout. That's M, the number two, R at babyfoot.com. M as in monarchy, the number two, and R as in royalty. <laughs> this is really going <laughs> to your head, Teresa. You mean my crown, right? Oh, boy. I kid, but I'm not joking about this. We've partnered with Babyfoot for an amazing giveaway. Not one. Not two, but three listeners will walk away with a free foot bill. Yes, just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Screenshot the review and DM it to us on Instagram at Pod before November 15th. It's that easy. 
leave us a podcast review, and send us a screenshot of it on Instagram. Thank you to Babyfoot for not only sponsoring our podcast, but also for allowing us to do this giveaway. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are things over there? Things are good. Are you ready to leave LA behind and go all the way to Moldova? Yeah, what are you giggling about? What are you giggling <laughs> about? Just because you're wearing the Gino flannel right now, don't start acting like him, please. I said Moldova, not Michigan. Wait for it. I know what you were like. Are you ready to go to Moldova? All right. Uh, let's, go, let's go to Moldova. Oh, boy. Oh, the, boy. With a 48-hour bang clock. Has begun. I didn't say Bangkok, Therese. I said Moldova. <laughs> the bang clock has begun. It's a countdown to insertion. And we're at like 47 hours and 30 minutes. So oh. Justin better ship up or shape out. We're still something in the like park. That. We're still in the park. This whole thing just happened. Yeah. And Justin's selling the camera something he said multiple times. And I don't think we pay a lot of attention to it. But we should. He keeps saying, I hate this because... I am, she wants sex all the time, sex, 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 but I'm still trying to wrap my mind around this, which means that he is not fully on board. I think he loves Nikki, loves the idea of Nikki, but then he realizes that she is a trans woman, something he was lied to about in the past, and it turns him off instead of on. And I think he is trying, but it's not working. And in the mi middle of all this, I think he's also having this battle, inner battle, trying to figure out, like, am I straight? Am I bisexual? What is going on with me? Like, I think there is a lot that he doesn't even know What's up? I think Nikki knows who she is. I think Nikki has her things figured out, right? She mm -hmm. knows what, who she is. She knows what she wants. And if he, she's not going to get it, she's going to fuck up and leave. For Justin, I think he's like a one confused man. All right. Well, there's a lot you just said. So let's go one by one. Because a lot of good points and a lot of good ideas. The first thing that you said is, yeah, he he's a little, I think... And I'm not using this word in the sexual sense. He's confused. Yes. But not sexually confused. He's confused. We'll get to that part. But he's confused because we've, from the minute we met Nikki, we knew she was born a man. She transitioned into a woman. That's Nikki. We got to know her five episodes ago, and we've always known that. Yes. I think we forget Justin met Nikki and in his mind, she was a woman. She was born a woman. They had sex, making love to a woman. And then in a fit of rage one day when they were in an argument, she was like, you know what? I'm not who you thought I am. I was born a man. I'm a trans woman. And that's who I am now. And he's going like, wait, what? I've been lied to. But you can't negate all the feelings that he had for her. And so now he's sitting there and going, well, I love this person, but do I? Because I thought I knew this person and clearly I don't know that person. So that's the confusing part is like I totally agree. you thought you knew someone and then you realize like take sexuality, gender, take it all out of there. You thought you knew someone and then you realized, oh, no, they've been lying to me. So es that's the confusing part. Especially she was lying to him to the point that they got the K-1 visa. He moved to New Jersey. They got into an argument and she told him yeah. at that point when he was in the U.S. on K-1 about to marry her. Yeah. And I think that's really fucked up on Nikki's part. Like, girl, I'm all for you transitioning. 
you do you, you be who you are. But if you get serious with someone, you need to be honest because it's I a big so. thing. And I would, it's not even about like, oh, you were a man, I can't deal with it. It's about like, at least for me, it would be like, you lied to me about something so big. Sure. What else are you going to lie to me about? Like, that's so, so, so big that I personally would not be able to get over it. And it would have nothing to do with her gender. Right. And so, okay. So there's that part. Then the other point you made is, okay, he's wondering himself. Am I straight? Am I bi? Am I pan? Am I gay? Right. And I think it's even more unique I think whatever the answer is, and only he, Justin, can answer that, I think it's even more unique for him because he fell in love with someone under the guise that this is a woman from birth, Mm -hmm. 100%. Then he finds out later. So it's not even like if Justin just one night ran into Nikki at a bar and she's like, yeah, I'm a trans woman. He's like, cool. And now he's wondering. He fell in love with what he thought was a woman from birth. And so that adds another layer of complexity to the Mm -hmm. situation and and him figuring it out. He almost probably feels like, oh, my mind's playing tricks on me. She's playing tricks on me. Nothing is as it seems. Like, yes, he must be confused on a multitude of levels. Yeah. And, okay, so they're basically arguing in the park. As they're walking, Nikki's telling him, like, I mean it for eight hours, like, you know what, maybe I should just go home. I should just pack up and leave, right? And then she brings money into this whole thing. Just like, a little money. Just very little. Not even worth talking about that amount of money. It's so little. It's, it's pocket change. I could find that amount of money <laughs> under the sofa. Well, Nikki says it's not just a pocket change. She sent him $7,000 that he asked for, for his car, for the apartment, right? For all this, Justin is upset and tells her, I'll pay you back. For Nikki, she's like, I don't want the money back. I want you to please me sexually. Like, there is a lot of issues again, right? I think, for example, his apartment. She wanted certain things. So he's like, all right, I can fix the bathroom. I don't have the cash. She sent him a cash. As we said, he at least used it. Totally. He didn't get a nose job out of it. Right. Right? So he is doing things for her too. Yes, I think he is taking a little advantage of having a girlfriend or fiance that's better well better off than she is who can financially help him right but there is just so many issues and the fact that when they're arguing nikki throws the money at him yeah i almost think justin leaned into this financial argument to get the focus off of sex because the the topic of conversation for the last five episodes was why don't you bang me why don't you bang me why don't you bang me then finally money came up and all he had to do was say you didn't even send me that much and boom now we're fighting about money yeah and sex is off the table and Mm, he seems so much he seems so much more comfortable in the financial disagreement than the sexual (laughs) one that i was like oh i get it you'll you want to talk money all day all night and it totally took the heat off of the bang clock well, true. I don't think neither wants to argue. I think it's arguing is tiring. And we see this little interview they're giving together and they start arguing. It's the whole money thing. They, keep, they brought it back. And Justin gets pissed and walks away. And Nikki's like, go cry, little child. Bye. And she just gets very childish. Mm-hmm. Her response is just like, no, don't do this. Don't... 
don't act like you're 18 years old. Come on. And and we kind of see them back in the park. And this is when Nikki was like, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to go home. Like, you don't want to be with me. What am I even doing here, right? I don't... You're unhappy. Like, I don't want to be in this situation. I'm unhappy. And Justin, I don't know what if he was trying to prove something to her or to himself. He's like, please just stop. And gives her a very awkward kiss and a hug. Well, and that's all Nikki almost needed at the moment. No, no. he said... Sometimes I think I'm I'm too much nice for you. Try to be nice for me. Stop fighting with me every day. And he says, save your power for our love. And I think the fact that he said love, the fact that he said the L word, that's when she like crumbled into his arms. Oh, I why think, did I miss this whole thing? Well, you're not as a, <laughs> as attuned to what's going on as I am sometimes. And I, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think I think what I said is a very high level of what happened. It is. But the key word there, I think, was love. True. The fact that he said our love gave her hope again and reignited the flame. Mm. And that's all she needed to hear was like, oh, there's still love here. Boom. Now she's back in. Well, here's what I'm going to say. Forget making love. The fact that he said love was enough. Well, here's what I'm going to say. I think he does love her, but I think he he is pulling from the feelings he had 15, 16 years ago before she dropped the bomb on mm-hmm. him, right? I think he's pulling from those feelings when he was genuinely in love with her. They went through a few things. She did this, oh, I, I used to be, I was born a man. They broke up, got back together. And I think now he's like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this, but it used to be great. I used to love her. And so... I think that's the, that's why he's like on this fence of like it is love, but I need more time. Yeah. So cut to Nikki FaceTiming her mom and filling mom in on the issues that they're having, which is the lack of sex. Yeah. And Nikki starts to take ownership. Like, again, I think she's she's feeling. That's not true. She says, oh, I took hormones before I left for the trip. After and- mom calls her out on all her shit. She didn't just take ownership. Mom called her out. No. Mom is like, Nikki, okay, let me ask you this. Did you go from a zero to a hundred? And Nicole was like, I mean, I did go from zero to a thousand. I took hormones before I left. So once mom calls her out on her BS, she starts to admit. Yes. She says, I think the hormones are making me emotional and it's difficult with a cold Russian man. And mom says, well, maybe change the way you behave. Towards just maybe try to be softer, more patient, find another way to communicate besides yelling and screaming. Mom knows because mom was on the receiving end of this news as well. Of like, yeah. hey, there's a change going on that I would like you to accept. Mom did not accept that at first. And then she regrets it. But at least mom was aware of it from the, sure. from the start i would yes. say or very early on but my point exactly even knowing from day 1 she was still like i don't accept this this is this is not the news i want to hear she ended up regretting her reaction and now she's she's understanding from justin's point of view hey this is big this is big for justin and he needs time to adjust and hopefully like me he will come around and accept and love you for who you are. Well, mom thinks that he does love her because 
he's been open with his family and friends about who Nikki really sure. is, which is big. Like the fact that he tells everyone and tells them we're trying to rekindle the romance. And now I know I'm fully aware who Nikki is. I want you guys to know too. That's that's big. And a mom is pulling from that saying he must love you if he's going through all this. Yes. So let's go to dinner. Nikki says, I don't like how things have been going. I, I want to work on how I act. I want things to get better between us. So they're sitting talking about what they're going to do the next day. And Justin's like, well, I miss Jim today. <laughs> so tomorrow I'm going to go. I'll go in the morning while you're sleeping. Nikki wants to go to the gym, though. Yeah, I mean, she looks good. So she wants to keep that hot bod. Okay, another gym then. Not my gym. A better gym for people, not from here. Higher ceilings. I can. I. I look at you and I say, you want gym with higher ceilings. Like that whole, uh, this whole thing was just ridiculous. Because <laughs> his reasoning is that my gym has low ceilings. It's just, <laughs> it's too small. I'll take you to a gym where more international people go. My. What is that? What does it even mean? My gym has glass ceilings. You need. I look at that woman like you. I see you hit the glass ceiling. You need the higher ceiling. Okay. Here's one thing about gyms, right? When I go to a gym, I do not talk to literally anyone. So no one knows if I'm foreign or not. Like, um, I have zero yeah. conversation with people at the gym unless someone asks me, are you using this machine? I'll be like, no, go ahead. Or yes, give me five. <laughs> literally, I do not talk to anyone. I put my headphones in. Don't bother me. Don't talk to me. I don't want to have a conversation I, with you when I'm sweaty doing my thing. So how would people know that she's foreign? I don't think that's what, it, I don't think that's what he meant. I think there are different types of gym. There are definitely different types of gyms. If you can go to a CrossFit gym, True. you can go to a bodybuilding gym, you can go to a Planet Fitness gym. Like there are definitely different types of gyms. True. I don't know what type Justin goes to, but I think maybe when he says, oh, I found a gym that's better for people from other countries, he means like it's just more of a more laid back gym is probably more planet fitness mm. versus the Arnold Schwarzenegger gyms. Mm, okay. But I'm also kind of in alignment with Nikki when she's like, Oh, you're just trying to keep me away from all the people that you work out with because you don't want to have to explain me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see where she's coming from. But here's, there too. here's the issue. Okay. Why do you need to explain her? She, she, is a trans woman, yes, but she is a woman. She has a vagina, she has her boobs, right? She looks like a woman, she feels like a woman, she is a woman. He doesn't need to explain her to anyone. It's not like you walk into a gym and you need to be like, oh, hello, my friend, this is my fiance, Nikki, she used to be a man. Right. You don't need to tell anyone, it's up to you. People might look at her because she's probably gonna wear like a, like a Barbie, one-piece, tight suit with her boobs out, something bright and pink. Because that, that's who she is. She's bright, right? People might look at that, but then no one's going to be like, oh, you brought your transgender fiancé to the gym. No one knows. Right. And no one will know unless you tell them. And you don't need to tell them. It's up to you guys, right? You do you. And so his fear is almost like, what's the fear? Well, it's I not. actually it's, want to know, like, what's the fear? It's not. It's her idea of what his fear is. He's just saying, oh, I want to take you to a gym where you'll be more comfortable it's more internationally friendly. Her fear is like, oh, no, you're hiding me because I'm trans. We, so we don't know if it's actually his fear. True. Well, whatever it is. She is hyper aware of it, which understandable because right then she's like, oh, look, it, I just got clocked. 
some guy just got clocked me. Like no one, no one clogs you. I, I would. You look at Nikki, right? She's very feminine. She, I'll be honest, she looks like she wasn't one of those like fancy housewives of New Jersey shows, right? Mm -hmm. Very fancy, very well maintained. She works out. She loves makeup. She does her hair. She dresses well, right? Yeah. That's who she is. Does she look like a Moldavian woman? No, she doesn't. But that's okay. I think people look at her because she's bright and bold and she wears mini shorts to a restaurant in Moldova with like a bright hair and bright makeup and like a bold jacket that's why people look at you totally. no one looks at you be like oh you're a transgender no one does well, that I, I promise you i can't speak for everyone but sure i wouldn't i wouldn't know yeah one way or the other so yeah um but she thinks she gets clocked but as we've said time and time again i think she's getting clocked because yes she is so over the top yes there's a camera crew following yeah you that's why there literally. Are many, there's many other reasons people are staring at you yeah uh but i think there's a part of me that also i also believe that justin got to her because he keeps saying that he keeps saying like people might know people might say something people might stare at you so i well, think now she feels like oh my gosh that's why they're staring at me well i also think she is in a foreign country and if the person you're with who's native to that country is saying yeah people are judgmental here they're not as accepting you got to be careful you got to watch out you're gonna trust the native and go oh okay maybe i do need to watch out for myself like there is hate in the world absolutely it's unfortunate it's sad i don't want to get into this right now but you're right so justin i think tries to make this grand gesture and stands up and gives Nikki a kiss on the cheek and it's like another cheers to new steps in our like Justin I think was leaning on his old friend alcohol in okay. this moment we all drink wine at we all have wine at one point of our lives right drinking wine is an experience you sip on the wine it's like drinking whiskey. You sip on it. it's like drinking it's like a fancy <laughs> well, you guys, alcohol well you guys don't do shots of wine in check no, we do not. And you've been to check. You know, we enjoy wine. The fact that he's chugging wine like this is that he feels so uncomfortable. Yeah. He's going to be so drunk because, guys, chugging wine is a very dangerous thing. He already was. Like, you could see in his eyes and in his behavior, like, oh, you're toasty. Oh, yeah. And I think he was trying to be. He's like, I'm so uncomfortable that I'm just going to chug this wine. Which is not good. It's not a long-term solution. No, it's not. And so, first of all, you're going to be sick the next day because wine, as much as I love wine, wine is dangerous and you can sip on it and it's dangerous. Yeah. What he's doing, what he's doing is literally a gesture that says, I'm so uncomfortable. I just need to do this. I just need to chug my wine and I need to forget where I am or what's going on and I'm just going to... Let my mind, my drunk mind deal with all this. It's also a built-in excuse not to have sex when they get back to the... Oh, because like, of like oh, erection? I'm too, like I'm, I'm too I'm, drunk for I'm that? Too, oh, I wish I could, like, I'm too drunk. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Interesting. I th yeah, I think it may be a little bit of a excuse for his, for his behavior, but time will tell. The sex clock is counting down. Speaking of counting down, guys... We're finally about to meet the closet mom, a.k.a. Clayton and Annalie, and his closet mom, Violet. <laughs> I don't think it's his closet mom. It's his real mom. But for some reason, she lives in a closet. All right, so we get to meet Clayton. He's 30 years old. He's a cybersecurity analyst from Lexington, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. He 
has a couple of roommates. So let's start with the two guinea pigs, Baby Pig and Chocolate. Terrible names. Two Chihuahuas, Coco and Buster. Oh boy. And his mom, Violet. <laughs> and then it's, okay. It's getting crowded in here. So he lives in a one-bedroom apartment, right? Uh-huh. As a cybersecurity analyst, I think he makes a lot of money, especially when it comes to his lifestyle, when he says, I just... I just sit in my room, I play video games. Yeah. I think he makes a decent, decent paycheck, decent salary. So the fact that he wouldn't just move to a two-bedroom apartment, yes. I have a lot of questions. But it, this this is what it seemed like, right? Mm-hmm. He moves to this one-bedroom apartment for himself. Mm-hmm. Mom probably went through some issues. Mom probably lost her job. Something happened. So she needed a place to stay. She came to visit and says, oh, you have a walk-in closet. This is mom's room. Yeah. And mom, she just moved in. Mom clearly has some psychological issues. Yes. She's a hoarder, which is comorbid with a whole slew of other issues. I cannot watch that show. Like, I no, would, I would need to get, like, a lot of pills for anxiety because yeah. I, it's it's outrageous to me. So, mom's got some things she's, she's dealing with, but... Clearly, so does Clayton, if he's allowing his mom to live in a closet. His place looked nice. It's a one-bedroom, but it looks modern. It looks up-to-date, stainless does steel, it? nice kitchen. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. I, I couldn't really see because of all the shit he has in. Okay, but it's it's definitely a newer place. It looks pretty nice. He could go find maybe a not-so-nice place, not-so-brand-spanking-new, that has a spare bedroom. And they could live happily in a two-bedroom. My other thought, she is a hoarder. There's a whole bunch of shit. There's a storage unit worth of shit. Mm-hmm. Go sell that. Yeah. And then with the money you make selling that, you could get a two-bedroom. Well, the reason why mom lives with him, she says, it's just temporary. Three I mean- years! I know. I think she said, I need to save money for my own place. Maybe something happened. But I think she got cozy. I think she got cozy <laughs> living in the closet. That, I don't cl- know. that closet was not spacious. I don't think there's a mattress in there. Maybe an inflatable. No, there is a mattress, some sort of a mattress. Maybe an inflatable. Like she sleeps in with those chihuahuas. I don't know. Sleep on the couch. There's so many. Maybe, I don't know. Is the closet better than a couch? I, I stand by bunk beds. What I said it the first time we talked about them, bunk beds is the only solution here. No, I stand by the fact, as you said, there definitely is, if you, if you don't want to spend any more money, maybe, as you said, there is a two-bedroom apartment that's a little outdated, but has two bedrooms, at least for the time being. Oh, my gosh. Again, if you said, oh, she's been here for four months, I go, cool, you're probably waiting for your lease to end, and then you guys will move somewhere. Three years? Oh, my gosh. There's no excuses. Other than the fact that you both like it. You both are codependent on each other and you enjoy having your mom in the closet. I don't think he likes it because he says, I spend most of my time in my bedroom because I work here and I play video games. So I don't even think he really goes out there that much. Do we know where dad is? No. So there's something going on there. But again, if mom's a hoarder, there's clearly some, she's, she's dealing with some issues and that could be why Clayton is being the good son that he is and letting her stay in the closet. Yeah, well, it's going to get juicier because in a few days, the love of his life, Annalie, will come here from Peru on the K-1 visa. 
and we get a little we get a little details, right? So they met on a language dating app where he was no, trying lan- to- language learning app. <laughs> okay, learning dating. Don't language- don't tell people our Shark Tank idea. <laughs> oh, that's right. I've had this idea before. Move it on. Come on. Language learning app. He was trying to learn Spanish. She was trying to learn English. Long story short, they fell in love. And after talking for eight months, he went to Peru. They spent some time together. Four days. Four days. And he's like, this is it. This is, I'm going to pop the question. So he did. And she said, oh, I mean. Mm, <laughs> Sounds like uh, one of his guinea pigs. Yeah. Apparently her yeah wasn't very strong, but she said it at the end. So he's hoping that that's it. <laughs> I love when he was explaining to us all the sounds his guinea pigs make. It was great. I did not love that. but I loved that a lot because I had a guinea pig. Yes. I had two guinea pigs. Yes. I had Peppa and I had Peppa number two. And what happened to Peppa? Peppa, Peppa number one passed away naturally. Oh, what happened to Peppa number two? Oh, he just ran away. Would have been better if you named Masal and Peppa. <laughs> not Pepper, Peppa. I know. That's the joke. Uh, um, the music group was Salt <laughs> and Peppa. Anyways. I don't know this music group. Yes, you do. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man to let his mom live in a closet. No, no. idea. Right. Did you just make it up? The last part. So, <laughs> speaking of mom, she's got a ton of shit all over the place, and she really moved in. For someone who's like, sure, you can stay in the closet, she really moved in. I, I would not be able to do this. I would, I love my parents. I would maybe deal with this for a week or two. Then I would be like, okay, we need at least a two-bedroom apartment, and you need to put all your shit in storage. Well, all the, your shit. Well, there's no room in the storage unit. They need another storage unit. Like this, I, I'm i a big fan of storage wars. Yeah. This was unbelievable. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we love storage wars. This was out of control. They they need to make room for Annalise, so they need to get Violet's shit out of the yeah. apartment. So Clayton was like, let's like make a box of your weird collections and take it out of here. Well, Clayton says, I don't collect anything. I uh, I just live my life very simple. Mom collects everything. And he finds this like granola bar. He's like, Mom, this this is old. Like how, how long do you think that's... How long do you think it's like it's expired? And mom is like, I don't know, it's still good. He's like, two years ago. Mom needs to start collecting a paycheck so she can get out of that apartment. Oh my gosh, just get rid of all the tchotchkes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they go to this storage unit, and while they're there, Anna Lee calls. Is it Anna Lee or Anna Leah? I think it's Anna Lee. All right. When they open the storage, it's literally, I think if there's like one extra box, everything's gonna fall out. Oh, yeah. It's like perfectly aligned. Perfectly and perfectly aligned. It's it's unbelievable how much shit she has. And I get it. She's collected stuff throughout her life. Oh, I don't get it. It's inexcusable. Hoarding is a horrible thing. Don't do that. So they're at the unit. Anna Lee calls and Clayton hits like a Paul jog. He, get, he hits a jog to run away from his mom. <laughs> So we can talk to her. He reminds me of Paul a lot. And not just because he's from Kentucky, just because of the way he is. Maybe there's something in the water. I'm not just talking about what makes the whiskey so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's what makes the people so bad. I'm just kidding. We love Kentucky. But they get on this call 
And at first I thought like, oh, Anna Lee may be using Clayton to get to America. Like she seems a little too normal. But then she's like, shake your tail. You didn't shake your tail. Oh, yeah. And he he starts to shake his imaginary tail. And he's like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you guys are perfect for each other. Oh, it's like the Silva sisters. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then we see Clayton at the vet with baby pig and chocolate. And <laughs> this is why it's the learning channel. This is why it's TLC. Because I learned that in South America, they eat guinea pigs. Yeah, I knew that. I did not. And Clayton's telling this to the vet who's like, yeah, my fiance is from South America. She's eating guinea pigs. Yeah. And she, she, he's like, she thinks they're delicious. I really want her to learn to love them as pets. I want her to get close to them, but not too close. Maybe you shouldn't have named your guinea pig chocolate then. That's just misleading. Maybe a, maybe a less delicious name than chocolate. Just misleading. Yeah, it's almost you're just tempting. You're just tempting <laughs> Anna Lee at this point. Well, do you Named it like kale or something. I like kale. Right. They like kale too. Um, the guinea pigs. Guinea pigs too? Well, the reason why he said the vet is because he brings them in every six months for a checkup. More just, than like a, a lot of people actually just, go for a checkup. It's a responsible pet owner. Yeah, and he says, mom has nothing better to do than to overfeed them. So I want to make sure their weight is under control. I don't want them to be chubby. It's just just a responsible pet owner. Yeah, so guinea pigs look good. Maybe a little chubbier, a little little chunkier. So mom doesn't have much to do, but Clayton, he's, he's very busy with his gaming. We see his gaming setup. He's got like four computer screens, a podcast mic, a gamer chair. Well, I also, okay. Let's not forget that he's a cybersecurity analyst. Like, he needs all this. He's basically a computer nerd. Mm -hmm. I think he loves all things computer, from gaming to having computer friends to that's his job. Okay. So, but who was it that I was getting fired? Oh, uh, Cameron with his bikes. At least Clayton doesn't talk about computers nonstop. It's his passion and his job, but... He's got other things oh, like Cameron from uh, Maps. Yeah, I was looking at Cameron, his best friend of oh, no. 30 years. He's <laughs> never met in real life. Yeah, they're e besties. Yeah, they met on a video game. Clayton's played this one video game for 20,000 hours. 20, oh my gosh. A lot of hours. Um, but we learned something here when Clayton's talking to Cameron that he's a bit of a secret in Anna Lee's family. Yeah, like Annalie basically never told her dad about Clayton. Like, he doesn't exist. Wasn't this the thing with Jimena and Mike? Didn't Jimena not tell her dad about Mike? Oh, I think I think they knew about Mike. Because he was s- paying, he was basically paying for the entire family, but. There was some, oh, then there was someone, and I forget who, like a pretty, like a pretty girl with a guy. And the, I remember the dad was like a hunk. Mm. Wasn't the dad a hunk? Oh, Thais. Oh, yeah, Thais. Thais. Patrick was a secret. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, right. he wasn't a secret, but she didn't tell him she moved to the U.S. Right. So that's what's happening here is Annalie is not being honest with her dad about what she's doing, where she's going, why she's going places. She's just like, oh, yeah, when I meet up with Clayton and other cities, I just say I'm going for work or I have job interviews and now I'm moving to America for work. Yeah, that's not good. 90 day is a job. It's she's not totally lying, but 
Yeah. It's a red flag when you're lying to your parents about... It is. So why would you lie to your parents? Like, if you love someone, and I get it, it sucks, you have to move far away, but your parents need to know. And it's the age-old rule. We've said it so many times this season alone. If you can lie to your parents, you can lie to anyone. You're going to lie to your spouse for sure if you can lie to your parents. It depends. Like, are you doing a wide lie? Do you call it mm-hmm. a wide lie? Like a harmless uh, lie. Yeah, like a, some, something silly. It was like, oh, yeah, mom, I totally took the garbage out. Like, I don't know why it's still full. Like, I, I definitely did that, right? <laughs> yeah. Or if you're lying about something as big as, like, you basically packing up your life and moving to a different country. Yeah, Manuel. Uh, don't get me started on and him. now Annalie. Yeah, so Cameron is an... He's like, oh, that's... That's not good. Like, red flag. Big and, red flag. And our boy Clayton knows it. He's like, yeah, it is. Like, I, he's like, I've been a secret before that uh, the girl didn't want to tell her parents about me, and I don't want to do this again. Yeah. And now I'm trying to figure out, like, all right, here we go again. Like, is, this has happened to you before. What do you do to make these girls feel like they cannot tell their parents about you? <laughs> I can't wait to find out. It's probably like his, like, oh, I live with two guinea pigs, two chihuahuas, and a mom in a closet. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah, that could be part of it. But he seems very normal and very aware of the situation. Like, he's no like. For his situation, he seems like the most normal you could be in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to say it. Cause he's like, yeah, like, I know this is not ideal. Like, I know the situation is not good. Like, I, I'm aware of it. I don't even think he talks about the guinea pigs and the chihuahuas. I think he just talks about his mom. Yeah. The fact that he puts clothes on his pets, that's a whole other issue we can unwrap next time. I feel like it must be hard to have IRL in real life, Teresa. IRL friends when your mom is living in the closet in your one bedroom and you have two guineas and chihuahuas. Like, it'd be hard to have friends over. You got to go online and make friends. I don't even think mom is the issue, but like if I got to someone's house and there was a guinea pig wearing a fireman costume and a <laughs> chihuahua and a Mexican hat. I'd be like, mom, <laughs> I'm moving into that closet too because I don't want to leave. This place is awesome. So, uh, okay. There's a lot going on. A lot. And I'm very excited for this couple. Very excited. All right. Let's move on to, to one of our favorite couples. Let's talk about our boy, Gino, and our girl, Jasmine. This is what happens when you haven't cleaned your home in a decade. Yes. Okay, guys. I am allergic to dust. And so I know I sometimes make these comments how I clean all the time. And I do. I clean all the time. I dust multiple times a week because of this. Like Our apartment, you can li- you can literally eat from the floor because if you couldn't, I would have hives all over me. Mm-hmm. I have bad allergies and I clean all the time. Jasmine has allergies too. And I think she literally is allergic to dust as I am. Here's the issue. She needs to clean the apartment or they need to clean it together. Her complaining about it. Dino trying to figure out like, oh, it's not my apartment. Only hoarders get a lot of dust. Like, I'm good. You hear you that, probably- Violet? You probably get uh, allergies to all the peanut butter and almonds you eat. I'm going to, next time you start complaining about the dust, I'm going to be like, I think it's the almonds. I mean, let me look at the almonds you've eaten. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, 
I thought it was maybe a reaction to her implants, to be honest. Like, oh. She was all hived out. I don't know if you really looked like her face or but like yeah. a, big, a lot of rat. I thought, hmm, maybe that's a reaction to like the butt implants. Like seeing, seeing Gino's apartment, I get hives just looking at it. Fair enough. I think she, like, it's... It's a real shit. Like if you get if you're allergic to dust or whatever pollen and you are surrounded cats, you're surrounded by it, it's hard. Like it's I think you need to deal with it. Like if you are allergic to dust, sure it's easy. You gotta clean your vents, you gotta clean all the time. You make you have to make sure you don't have dust, right? You have cats, well, that's unfortunate. Open the door. You're allergic <laughs> See who to stays. <laughs> you are allergic to pollen. Well, don't go run in the in the field. If you do, take some Zyrtec. Like, you need to take responsibilities. I think she needs to freaking clean this place very, very well with Gino and keep it up. I don't I, think, I'm sorry, I don't think Gino can be involved in it. Because he thinks his house is clean. So, if you think your house yeah. is clean, you're going to be happy with the way it is currently. He's like... I, I don't know. This is a clean house. Like you said, if you're not hoarding, you're not dirty. You had a deuce in your toilet. You hadn't made your bed in years. There's probably rats living in your stove, judging by all the crumbs. That, yeah. like, this is a dirty house, Gino, but he thinks it's clean. So, no, don't tell him to clean it. He thinks it's already clean. She needs to clean it. She needs to clean like, it. He touches the headboard of his bed. She's like, he's like, pretty clean. It's like, bro, <laughs> the fact that you touch the wooden, the wooden headboard and you say, it's pretty clean. Right, pretty clean was I the... <laughs> I, can't, I vacuum ours once a week. The headboard. Yeah. Oh, the, well, we have a... What is this even? It's like fabric. Yeah, it's a fabric one, but I vacuum it because of the stupid dust. I seriously cannot deal with dust. And it's fine. It's, it's my issue. I try to take care of it. I think that's Jasmine's issue, and I think she needs to take care of it. Okay, so they're going to take care of one of the issues, which is new sheets, new pillows. To that, I say, don't go to the store. Go to CozyEarth.com and, and, <laughs> and use our promo code MARRIED yeah. for, for 40% off. Guys, listen to the ads. Yeah, check out the ad, but honestly, best sheets ever. Promo code MARRIED, 40% off, CozyEarth.com. All right, but yes, while they're shopping for sheets and pillows, Jasmine sees this like soccer comforter, and it makes her think of Wanse, yes. her son, who's having a birthday soon. And it's going to be the first birthday. Jasmine's not there. Well, you skipped this important part. When okay. They're arguing over Gino's apartment being dirty, not dirty. Jasmine says, it's so dirty. Like, it's horrible. And Gino's like, well, you lived in an apartment with mice. Oh, yeah. And Jasmine's like, what fucking mice? Yeah, she lost her shit. Oh, my gosh. She's like, forget about everything. This is my home now, and I want to feel at home. And she's right. The past is the past. This is her house now. She should feel comfortable yes. in it. But again, even if even if Jasmine did live in a home with mice, like she's entitled to a clean home now. Oh yeah, for sure. But again, I'm I'm gonna say it. They should do things together. They should clean together or split up the duties. Like he can go shopping, she can clean, but she can do this. Like she can take care of things. Even if he doesn't want to help. Like, she can still, instead of complaining, girl, just get a vacuum, just get a duster yeah. and do it, right? Yeah. I, especially if you're going to be at home, you're not working. Well, he is not working He's either. not working either. 
But still, she's going to be home twiddling her thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. Just Va- just vacuum, clean. Get, just the, clean. get the Swifter. So, okay, they're at this store, and Jasmine sees the comforter, realizes I'm missing Guance's birthday, and she starts to get emotional in the toy aisle, which sounds like a 2000s pop punk band. Like, Panic at the Disco with opening act, emotional in the toy aisle. But she, she's, like, <laughs> crying in the toy aisle. She feels like she's a bad mom. And so Gina's like, well, we should video chat once. Show them the toys. Well, this is interesting because since the day one we met Jasmine, she never talked about her kids. And I don't I know. know if it was because the dad says, hey, don't bring the kids into this, right? But lately she started. We met Kwanse and now she gets very emotional about the kids. So I don't know if she's either had an awake- awakening. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like the dad is all of a sudden like, all right, like, sure, you can mention the kids. I'm fine with it. Well, I think, and it still could have been like, okay, the dad's saying you can talk. The storyline now is we're going to bring the kids to America. So you have to be able to talk about the kids if they're coming to America. Yeah. But maybe it was don't talk. If they're not going to, if they're not going to make it to America, don't even involve them. Don't get them wrapped up in this. But now that it seems like they are coming to live in Michigan, you have to talk about them. Very true. So they FaceTime Wanse. They show him the toys. He loves the soccer theme. Yeah. So it's going to be his 11th birthday. Yeah. And he's going to have a Real Madrid party. So Yeah. I'm very impressed that you pronounced. I thought you were going to say a Real Madrid. No. He's going to have a Real Madrid themed party. I know the soccer themes. For some reason. Don't ask me why. I don't even know. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty commonplace. Real Madrid. Yeah. Everyone talks about it. Okay. So so yeah. yeah, he's happy. He loves to see the blanket. He's excited. And I think that makes Jasmine feels better when she says, When you come, we'll do this, we'll do that. You're gonna get all this fun stuff, right? Mm-hmm. All the toys. So fingers crossed. All the dust, all the dermatitis. It's coming your way, once. Oh my gosh. She just needs to clean that stupid place. Like yeah, just I, clean it. Yeah, just clean it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have anxiety watching this. Like I genuinely wanted to be Monica from Friends and just go and clean it. Yeah. All right. Last couple. Devin and Nick. Get this girl a Red Bull. She's giving. Oh, my God. She's giving early Florian a run for his money, although she doesn't have the energy to run. But like. I, I get it. You've been traveling. You're tired. But she's just so blah. It's almost like she took a sleeping pill. Yeah. And she's never got off of it. Oh. So she's like constantly on a sleeping pill because she is so slow. She doesn't open her mouth. She talks with her mouth closed. Um, It's a great shout with the sleeping pill because I've run into that issue before traveling mm-hmm. internationally. And you mix a couple cocktails with a sleeping pill and you're not going to be the most energetic for a few hours. But she's this way in her interviews, which I imagine are weeks or months after the fact. Maybe she takes some anxiety pills, something. She seems like a an anxious person. She says she's very introverted. So this is a lot for her. Yeah. So I can see her maybe taking something. Or it's just who she is. Or maybe... Life is slow in Kentucky. I mean, no Kentucky. Arkansas. Arkansas. Guys, I don't know anyone from Arkansas, but from her description, I think life is very slow. 
Yeah. Yeah. So not in Korea. They're they're taking the tour of Korea. We see those 24 hour karaoke. Yeah. Like everything is just like ad. ad. It's like Times Square. It is Times Square. Everywhere. Right. Ad. Ad. Bright lights. 24 hour karaoke. 24 hour board. And she's still not stimulated. She's still like uh, like walking like a zombie. It's like if you can't get energized by this, I don't know what you need. Well, it's probably illegal. She got energized by all the meat on the stick. Ooh, a little spicy and chicken. And she was excited about it. She's like, I've had Korean food before in Australia. This is like, I don't like some of the intestines, <laughs> yeah, but everything else is good. Fair. She's trying. And this entire segment is the two of them eating the meat of the stick with the sauce on their faces on their hands, and I was getting a lot of anxiety watching this. This is a very anxious very episode close, for you. Very up close. All the sauce. I'm like, just use a napkin. Just use a napkin. Wipe your face. Wipe your hands. Wipe your face. Why is there a sauce on you? I thought it looked a good. A lot of. It did. I'm not saying it didn't. It's just like, it was a very up close and personal shot of them eating the meat. All right. I did not love that. <laughs> So then Devin gets some pointers on how to make a good first impression when she meets the family. And there's a certain way to pass a drink. Uh, you no eye contact. A certain way to look. Devin's getting nervous, rightfully so. I would hope anyone would be understanding that, hey, you're not used to this. You're a foreigner. Like, A for effort. That's what matters is the intention and that you put in effort. So, like, I get that she's nervous, but I hope just, like, if as long as she tries that people would be accepting and welcoming of her like were you nervous for me to meet your parents or not no but you were speaking of hives oh my gosh we've told that story before it was the morning of you coming to meet my parents and at that point you thought you were just meeting my mom and my dad yeah but it was everyone it was father's day cookout and the whole family was there but you had you had like hives going up your neck and we were running around the city trying to find you a shirt that would cover it because it was hot af yeah so you weren't nervous at all for me meeting them? No, what do I care? I really no. But you have a cool parents. Yeah, they're not judgmental. Okay. I didn't know I didn't know they didn't like my ex till after I broke up with her. Well, I think I don't want to say they can be judgmental. I think they know who they like, who they dislike, and I think they voice it in a very polite way. Yeah. I think they just loved me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no we love each other. We're besties. Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't care. And as I said, my parents are so easygoing. They're accepting of everyone. And until I broke up with my ex, I didn't know that they didn't like her. So hmm, I hope they, they truly, truly like me. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm what? just I'm just kidding. I knew my parents would love you. I knew that even though you didn't think so because of the way my dad drove. Yeah. We told scary. that story too. But I knew my parents would love you because I don't just bring people home. I'd never bring people home. So they knew that it's serious. Yeah. So we do find out here that Nick's mom would prefer that he married a Korean woman. Yeah. And Devin's not thrilled to hear this, of course, but okay. He's, he's honest if nothing else. And speaking of honesty, we cut to the next morning and Nick had said he wanted to break the bed, but yeah, he farted. So Devin kicked him out. Who's the pig now, Nick? Yeah. Farting in what bed? A piggy. Oh. Come on. But tonight's the night that Devin's going to meet the parents and the nephew and the niece. It's going to be a family affair. A family affair. So they need to take the train to go to the town he grew up in. Well, first they need to pick out clothes for Devin to wear. And apparently 
Nick's parents have this preconceived notion of what American women are like. So he wants to make sure that she makes a great first impression. He's like, American women just party and do one night stands. <laughs> that's, like, what, that's what the parents think. Yeah. But so he's got to like pick out the right outfit. So she makes a good first impression and she comes out in her outfit and he goes, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> like if that doesn't give you the confidence you need to go into a family meeting, I don't know what will. Like, good enough. Let's go. We're going to well, be late. Well, they're heading over and, we don't really get to see them meeting the parents, but Nick mentions that he's nervous because she gets emotional very quickly and parents don't like it. Parents don't like the tears. Parents don't like the sign of a weakness. Mm-hmm. And we saw in the previews that she's going to cry her eyes out. Yeah. Also, we saw in the previews just like the environment that they were meeting in. It didn't look like anything you needed to dress up for. So they no, put a lot of added. You want to. You do. Dress to impress. You want to dress to impress, but you also don't want to overdress to not True. impress. But no, I thought she looked nice. I thought she looked better than good enough. But have a little energy. Go in there. Right? Have be, a lot of energy. Be excited. So I'm looking forward to the meeting. All right. That's it. That's the episode. Oof. We've met Closet Mom now. I hope there's more drama. When I do too. Anna Lee arrives. I do too. There's not enough room in this closet for the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Plus the guinea pigs and the dogs. It's oh, what a zoo. So we'll see. Oof. We'll see how what that an episode. Out. I really, really enjoyed this one. This was a wild episode. There's a lot. There's I think a- I've had a lot of thoughts on this one. A lot of thoughts. My head was spinning before the podcast. I was like, wow. how am I even going to get all of it out? Wow. So I hope I did. I hope I, you enjoyed it, guys. I've been distracted by that flannel the entire episode. I'm like, who am I potting with? Is it Sophie? Is it Jasmine? Gino? Is it the clogger? Who? Oh, who? The clogger? The clocker. Oh. <laughs> you thought that, oh, I've been clogged? Yeah. No, clocked. C-L-O-C-K-E-D, clogged. I, I thought C-L-O-G-G-E-D. No, clogged is what you did to the toilet earlier this morning. <laughs> so no clogged? No, not what we're talking about. Well, you see, well, I'm learning. Yes. It's TLC. The Learning Channel. Mm-hmm. All right. We've gone it's to. also Married to Reality, the learning podcast. TLP. All right. <laughs> we've, gone, we've gone too long. This is ridiculous. We're just rambling at this point, Teresa. All right. Um, Let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are the best. Hope you guys are enjoying this season. We sure are. If you guys want to hear more, we're on Patreon. We're on Supercast. Patreon.com slash MaryThreeAuty. MaryThreeAuty.Supercast.com. Also on Instagram, if you want to chat with us, call in. You can do it at MaryThreeAutyPod. It's a good time. Follow along. Make sure you're following the podcast. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful review we got from our friend. Holly Holly. Holly Holly. I like thank it. Thank you, Holly Holly. Thank, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Holly Holly. And yes, make sure you send in a review if you haven't. We love the love. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here so everyone can hear. Absolutely. All right, Teresa has said it all. I've said it all. You said too much, Teresa. You shared too many thoughts. Classic, classic. Classic, Teresa. All right. Means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah.